This is Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. Welcome to episode um, 80 of Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. Um, 80 sounds like a lot. I don't know why that number just hit because I said 79, but then I just said 80. I'm like, 80 seems like we're getting there. It would be a lot more if we didn't miss so many of them. I'm going to blame on COVID. It definitely, it's definitely COVID's fault. <laughs> We've actually, okay, so th- this is year two. We're off a little bit on what we want. We wanted one a week. Yep. And in theory, we should probably be around 115 right now, maybe 110. So we're a little ballpark. over two years in. I don't know. Yeah. Because we're what, probably the fifth right. week of the year, if 52, 104. This should be episode like 109 or 110. Yeah, that sounds about right. So we're yeah. at 80. So we're about 30 underneath. And we can blame 20 of those on COVID, at least. Yeah. Probably. I, realistically, the amount of podcasts that we've actually missed, take away three months, of, about three months of COVID. Probably, yeah. Take that out of the equation. So there's 12. I would say it's about 15 to 20 that we probably have missed. And some of those were, some of those were like big things. Like I, I skipped the last couple of weeks because I had a kid. Like a couple of those were kid related. Some of those are, you know, you got married one time. So like one time you got married. <laughs> so I should say one time. Well, got, one, one, that one, one time no. you got married. Um, when you got married, like you, we had that one. So like there were some times where we had, we kind of canceled. Like I've done some solo ones, mm-hmm. but they're not as fun. And I only do solo ones if I feel like we've missed multiple or yeah. if like we've done one missed one done one missed one i'll be okay i'll do it i just don't want to like have two yeah. in the last month so um overall i think we've done decent we, we have considering um because it's got to be yeah. both of us which when i do a podcast like the galen trombley show i get a person for one time so like they commit to that one time and i can get another person the next day and only I really have to, you know what I mean? That yeah. It's two people, but you and I have to consistently every week have and some kind of schedule. we almost never do it at the same time, although we technically have a set time that we do it. Yes. It's, it, it really is not the same every week. It's, it's floated around a bit. Yeah. I think it's t- Tuesday at 6 o'clock is, p.m. Yeah, we haven't done it on Tuesday at 6 in a very long time. Yeah, like today's what, Thursday at 4.30? Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't mind Thursdays I, at 4.30. I don't either. Actually, Thursdays... Typically are my least busy day, although now we do ADQRP board meetings on Thursdays, but that's one once a month. Yeah, it depends because I kind of have a floating thing every other Thursday, which kind of makes it like either I do it after and always that always ends up going later than I have on my calendar. So I never I never want to put you there because I know we're probably going to make you wait and I don't like to do that. Um, Everything else going good? Mm -hmm. Okay, so what's your topic for today? Um, I thought that we could talk about the rules and regulations of marketing when it comes to real estate, specifically in New York State, um, because I have been working on my website, which is not specifically just real estate oriented, but I would like to also include real estate in it. And there's just a lot of technicalities. Like you have to include, there's a bunch of stuff you have to include. You have to include the brokerage name, the brokerage number. You have to include your information. You have to include any logos. If there's a logo, you can't guarantee profits, which should be obvious. I would, I mean, anything that guarantees profits is usually pretty scammy. So mm-hmm. just don't be scammy. But so, there's there's just a, so many different rules that I'm scared to put anything up and then have be missing something. Just looking through like the Department of State, and there's just there's just so many rules. <laughs> Like, are you talking, um, is this specifically website? Is this Facebook? Is this Instagram? It's a website. Website. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
one, the real estate industry is pretty regulated. Um, it's not as bad as finance. Finance is a nightmare because oh, I've yeah. talked to some finance friends and and even loans. Like we deal with bankers a lot. Um, bank financing. I mean, you're dealing directly with people's money. There's um, like we have regulations. Most of our regulations have to do with disclosing who you are and who mm-hmm. you work for. Um, beyond that, there's not a ton. Like you said, don't. It's just it, uh, little little things that I like. I don't know if I can advertise myself as Ellie because it's a nickname and it's not my real name. So technically, it's supposed to be Elizabeth Gent, and you could put Ellie in quotation marks. Yeah, and I and yeah. I believe, I believe on signs you're not supposed to have like nicknames because that came out a few years ago. Everybody does it though. Like they it, originally when they cracked yeah. down on it, but nobody's really enforced it. So most of the time, if you have, you know, a nickname, a lot of people pick the name on their sign that they like to be called, and I don't. Th- I don't understand the ruling on that. Um, I, I guess get it if, if you're like, you can call me P Diddy. Like, the, well, even then though, like, who cares? That's your. I don't know. But like, I look at someone if like if your name is, like, say William, mm-hmm. and you want to be called Bill, you know what I mean? Like it's William's an formal. Of William. Yeah, or if your name's like Richard and you want to be called Dick, which. That's a thing. It is. And it then is if your name is James and you want to be called Jim, and I'm trying Jimothy. to think. Jimothy, yeah, like, 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 I, I just think of like these long names that, like, no, like nobody oh, ever calls yeah. me that. Like, yeah, if you're like Elizabeth, I'm like nobody call. I mean, John calls you Elizabeth, right? No, he calls me E. Mo- Does he? My, I thought like, he calls you that when he gets stern. No, I, I, a lot, a lot of my like old friends and stuff call me E. E. Mm-hmm. I would make that my nickname. I but really it's, wish it's your last name was T. E. T. Dude, come on. Um, E. C. EJ. It just rhymes. There's nothing EJ. To it. EJ is like a pretty common, but every EJ I know is a guy, so I didn't go with EJ. I've never heard anybody call you E. Really? Yeah, mostly just old I, friends. Like if you go to Potsdam, you'll have a lot of people call me E. I call you Elizabeth jokingly. I always call you Ellie. Yeah. I usually call you Elizabeth if I'm like trying to pretend I'm mad. I'm not really mad. I just say like, I don't know. I, I drop Elizabeth every once in a while, but yes, you're right. You can't have a... Like if I wanted to put like GT on it, I couldn't put it on the sign. I'd have to have Galen. Yep. Um, there's, I'm trying to think, like you have to have your brokerage. Like you can't just yeah, say. and your brokerage number. And I think you have to have your number as well. My only thing with that. And an email from your broker. So my only thing with the numbers, I don't know anybody that puts their number, their license number on anything. Oh, I meant phone number, but oh, phone bro- number. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like your too. license number. Um, I uh, brokerage number. I don't see anybody with brokerage numbers unless you're like the person that has a gazillion disclaimers at the bottom of your email that it, nobody reads. It says that you have to include include that as well. Because um, the problem I have with these sites, which is fine, like I get it. Yeah. But it's one that like give me someone that follows those rules to a T. Like very small amount of people. Well, see, that's so my it's problem. Not very, it's not, I it's, have to, or it's going to bother me, and which is why I'm never going to get this such, site finished. <laughs> well, I think it's legitimate, but like it, it, there's overkill on a lot of those things. Like if you have your name, phone number, email, what company you work for, a hundred percent, I get that. I think you need your company name. Cause I think mm-hmm. if you just randomly message someone and I'm a realtor, like, okay, well, who are you? Yeah. That looks scammy to me. If you don't have like a, a signature, I agree. Um, but to put like the office ID number, like, I don't know, here's my office. Here's the website. Go check it out. It's got all my information there. I know your website has to have stuff for fair housing. It does. Yeah. So we have that stuff. And, um, you know, and that has information on the company, but like every single thing you send out for like a social media or like, I don't even know, like I've read stuff. 
it's never enforced. No, and to be honest, not. I've been written up plenty of times for stuff by, like I post a lot. So everybody yeah. was like, okay, flag this guy. I've yet to be called on anything that's legitimate. Um, I've had people like argue over stuff. And then my thing is, if you think it's illegal, there's a difference between you thinking it's illegal and there's a difference between it being illegal. Yeah. If it's illegal, show me and I will follow the guidelines. But because you say it's illegal, I'm not going to stop yeah, what I'm doing just because you think you. that it's wrong. <laughs> and I've yet to find anything that I've ever done that's been deemed illegal by the state. And if it is, like, show me where it is in the advertising. Like, show it. If you show it to me and prove it, then 100% that, like, yeah. I'm not going to break the rules on purpose. But I find a lot of the stuff that, the rules are very loosely enforced, and the problem with the rules, I think, is a lot of people interpret them different, mm -hmm. and then they say that that's the way it has to be. And I'm like, I, if there's a lot of gray area on it, and you can really decipher it different ways, which you can, um, that's where I find that there's there's issues because then you know, especially realtors, as as good as a lot of them are, there's some that I think are just have way too much time in their hands. And mm -hmm. I, I call them the, well, locally I call them the Navica police, which are the MLS people that just like know every rule and regulation and guideline to the T. And I'm like, you have way too much time and in your hands. they're bored. They go through all the listings. <laughs> I had an agent one time. This is great. I hope this person's listening to this because they're a local agent. I don't know. I don't know who it was for a fact, but if they listen to this, that'd be really funny. So they wrote me up. I did a video. At the very end of the video, I had it on social media. And I put down, um, contact Kavanaugh Realty or something like if you're interested, contact Kavanaugh Realty. Like we have a broker, if you have, give us a call, if you have, or have any questions or interested, whatever I put at the last, like, I think, I think it was just called Kavanaugh Realty. And that was the last thing I did. And I just put it at the end of the video, basically saying, if you want more information, just reach out to us and we'll get you more information. Very harmless. It wasn't like trying to steer anybody. It was a very harmless plug. I put it on our social media channels, totally fine. So then I'm like, oh, here's a cool video. It shows the property. I put it on our MLS with the link that just said, check out the YouTube video with the like the the video of it to see it like a better version of the pictures and, and it's in video form. So I did that. An agent went on, watched the entire video, flagged us because we had down call Kavanaugh Realty, which because it was on our MLS, it was deemed... Was it was steering. deemed steering. Yep. So uh, me, I wasn't mad that it got written up because yeah. it, one, it wasn't intentional. The thing that got pissed me off, it was such a small minor thing that I had two options. It was fine on social media, I could put yep. on Facebook, put on YouTube, put on LinkedIn, whatever. I could put on all those platforms, no issue. But because I had it on the MLS, it's considered steering. So instead I could have a deleted it or two go back in. If you've ever edited video, it's not the quickest process because mm -mm. you got buffering and downloading the, and everything else. The saving else. thing is that it takes forever when it's the, a big video. Yes, the editing takes seconds. The the saving takes could take multiple minutes and ten to twenty minutes, whatever. So I instead I'm like screw that. So I go in, I re-edit the video, and instead of saying call Kavanaugh Realty, I put brokered by Kavanaugh Realty, and I just put it on. That's fine. Literally, that's, you have to go. You have, you have to watch like a, a minute and forty second video. Go to the very end read a title, find a word, and you complained about a word on the last slide of the video that literally nobody in America in the world that would know that that's illegal except the Navica police. And the Navica police, who I call, I, these are individual realtors that I just, they only, they don't really even bug me. They bug me because they waste my time, but they don't bug me because it's wrong because I'm like, it's a simple fix. Like, it's not yeah. like I'm hurting anybody and it's not maliciously done. And then, trust me, I didn't gain any business because I switched the word at, or lost business because I switched the word. I just find that it's funny that people care that much about 
policing other agents. If it's like a legitimate thing and someone's going around doing like a scammy thing, yeah. 100%. The amount of times I go on our MLS and see rules and regulations that are things that are wrong within the listing, I literally look at it. I'm like, oh, that's wrong. And I just go through it in my head. This is me. I don't have enough time. I don't care. And the Navigo police will get them. And it's not even that. <laughs> like, I just joke because I'm like, literally some, 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 I don't want to say idiot. Some person with way too much time in their hands is going to go down and flag that person and they're going to like call it like a mini victory. And literally that person's going to be like, okay, I'll change it. And every other agent and client and person that walked through it didn't even notice the difference. Yep. Like it's just, but that's like the rules and regulation part of it, that it's very loosely enforced. And a lot of it is a lot of interpretation. I think the biggest thing is stuff like that exists because there are dirt bags who have ruined it for the rest of us. And the, they exist because that way when they need to be enforced, when someone is doing something that is wrong, they can then point to those rules. I think that's why it's so loosely enforced because obviously it would be extremely difficult to really walk the line. I mean, as far as most stuff, I mean, obviously, you know, when you provide referrals, provide more than one, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, as long as you're being honest and not trying to twist things or, or, work stuff out in a way that's not in your client's best interest, usually you'll be fine. Some of the like really nuanced nitpicky stuff, I mean, just as I was learning about the nickname thing, I'm pretty sure my um, my sign headers or whatever, um, ha- so they say Ellie Gent, not Elizabeth Gent, which I think is technically against the rules. But- well, from my understanding, it is. But yeah. from my understanding, I've seen multiple people do that. Yeah, so and it's that's like, the thing. I think it exists because someone did something sketchy. And if I was doing something sketchy, then it would be a problem. But I, the I reality think, is everyone here knows me as Ellie. People wouldn't even know if you said Elizabeth. They'd be like, who are you talking about? Yeah, and I and I think, I like even on your business card, we put Elizabeth. And on the front, we put Ellie. Because like nobody nobody yeah. calls you Elizabeth around here. And like no. I think if somebody said, my name is Ellie Gent. People refer to you as Ellie Jen. And I don't know, again, it's not steering. It's not like, I think it would be different if, say, say hypothetically, Jen was this, someone famous was named Jen or someone well-known or a well-known agent was last name Jen and it was Ellie Jen and that was her formal name and you were Elizabeth Jen, but you want to be called Ellie Jen. That would be different, yeah. Then you're kind of, I could see that. Um, And I get it. You have to, when you're dealing with a national association or a state or whatever this rule is, you're talking tens of thousands or millions of people so they have to put in these these black white rules yeah because and I get someone's it. gonna weasel their way around it otherwise and do something sketchy yeah so i know why they're there i just i laugh at the people that literally will like get into like uh, arguments over these things and i'm like is that gonna affect your life at any is it gonna help you is it gonna help you your client buy and sell real estate is it giving me an unfair advantage i don't think anybody has used you or not used you because you had Ellie or Elizabeth on your sign. Mm-mm. I just think it's like, it just seems awkward that it would say Elizabeth Jen. And anybody that sees Elizabeth Jen is going to know it's Ellie. It's going to be like Elizabeth, well, there's only one Jen. It's, yeah, yeah it's there, are, there aren't many of Jens around here. Yeah, so I, but I, I, I think it, it, there are, there is some legitimacy, but I find that it's very, at times it's, it's too much. And like, like we get NYSAR stuff, which is our New York State Association of Realtors. And, They'll put out stuff and then we'll mm-hmm. get documents. And the amount of disclosures that we now have to sign that we didn't sign 10 years ago, and I would argue 10 years prior to me, there was even less because it's like that one time, especially when you mm-hmm. go to closings and the, the attorneys are going through documents, like 
well, one time, like 10 years ago, this guy did this, and it's only happened once ever, but yep. because of that, now we have a whole other paperwork to sign. It's the dirt bags. We're winning it for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, okay, so that one, well, it's just one document. It doesn't matter. Okay, well, over 10 years, when that's become seven yep. more documents, and now you're like just talking about all this extra paperwork, and not necessarily the person sitting down signing it. It takes them an extra couple minutes to sign those papers, but when you're talking about the people that have to put them in place over and over and over again, that's a lot of just waste, to me, wasted time over... And I get why you have it, but you, you kind of wish it was like a blanket document that just say, this encompasses everything sketchy. Like, Why can't we just be like, don't be a dirtbag. If you just link dirtbaggy, instead of saying, well, there's a rule, we're just going to have everyone vote. And if the majority of people think what you did is dirtbaggy, you probably should have known better, and now you're in trouble. And that, just leave it that way. That's, that's what I, that was. So when we did the, Anarchy. <laughs> when we did the golf tournament, we were playing, and I'm like, listen, you got four people playing in a group. Nobody's policing you. You're policing yourselves. I said, we're going to use a three-fourths majority. Meaning if three out of the four people think it one way, that's the way the ruling goes. And if it's 2-2, the tiebreaker is the tie goes to the person that's being accused. Meaning meaning the person that's like, okay, you're going to lose a stroke. They think you should lose a stroke and you don't think you should. I'm going with the idea that you're keeping a, a clean conscience and are really thinking that you don't deserve a stroke. So don't take a stroke. Yeah. Like, like it's an honor system. And that's, that's why I try to – I mean I, I think that a lot of stuff is very common sense when you start dealing with um, – disputes like i think a lot of it can just be very much level-headed and non-emotional and you can make good decisions and some people put too much weight on this i'm like the funny thing again with real estate i always we were just talked about it i just got con- i contacted um an agent right before i got on and i'll say her name i'm she's a great yeah, agent call out a- awesome people yeah awesome people so amy provost actual thug in the industry and i use thug as like awesome dope she's she's a very great agent um and call i call her up and i literally you're sitting on the couch i'm like listen i got one more call let me call amy i was off the phone 20 20 seconds yeah i was gonna say it was a 20 20 seconds and we did and the thing i love it was and i love agents like this i call them up we go boom 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 get all the details out and then it's like okay sounds good i'll I'll talk to you soon boom good let's roll amy's awesome yes because i get some agents it's not a bad thing. They like to talk or the agents that just, they get on the phone. They think the sky's falling and then it goes this way and they make a big deal of this. And I'm like, dude, this is not a big deal. Like I, we don't have time. They're Let's Causing unnecessary stress for themselves, probably for their client and for well, you. Well, my, my, my concern is not necessarily the, the agent because the agent's the buffer. When it goes to the client and the client is now emotionally in, charged into this thing and then you present them with something that increases that. Then it comes back to us. Now we got a problem because now people are making these crazy, irrational, overly emotional well, decisions. Because they're looking to you to be their like source Anchor. of like, calm. Like, yes. you, you exist to keep the weight. Because I mean, obviously, every real estate transaction, every single one has at least one bump, and you are the springs at the bottom of the car suspension. You're the suspension that keeps the people inside the I car. I like the thing when somebody's like the hydraulics. The like we keep yeah. the, we keep it going. But like I think. People pay us not to deal with crap. Like, yeah, you're an that's agent. Why we like, exist. Because they can Google everything. We exist to make it less stressful for them, and that's it. And give them knowledge and all that stuff. Like, if, yeah. if I got to call somebody and, like, basically complain to them about problems, I'm not doing my job. Because uh-huh. my job is to go to them and already figure out the problem. So if I have a problem, I call them, say, listen, just FYI, just so you know, you're on the same page. This is what happened. But also, we've already fixed it. Or also, we're already putting action plans in place to fix it. So I never... Yeah. I try, I very rarely, and my, my goal is anytime I call a client with a problem, I already have a solution or next step that I'm working on or I've already done. Yep. And part of it is to show the proactiveness because I call people with bad news and say, hey, FYI, bad news, 
the stuff happened, hit, hit a bump in the road, like you said. And, you know, obviously not great, but this is what we're doing. And I'm very, my focus on every deal is like, what is the goal? What is the, what is the, you know, what's at the end of the yellow brick road kind of thing? Like we want to go and accomplish this. What is the goal? You want to get into this house. Great. Now, if that means we might have to give up a little money in the inspection, or if that means we may have a slight delay in closing, if that means whatever, at the end of the day, our goal is still to get in the house. Like we, like we're gonna go and we're gonna get bumped and bruised and knocked off. Our goal is to get back on track and and get to the finish line. And it kind of like we're like the bumpers. Like anybody played bowling, I suck at bowling, so bumpers are good for me. So when you roll the bowling ball down and you're banging out the bumpers, I kind of like we're bumpers. Like things are going off and we're trying to keep people on the lane. And if it looks like it's going off the lane, we bump you back the other way. Because at the end of the day, we want you to hit the pins. Did you follow that? I've I have gone bowling. I've never bowled in. Oh, so what you're describing with your hands is what's confusing me. You're <laughs> you're playing, you're you're bowling in a way where you have something you can bounce the ball back and forth. In no, between. no. Do you know what, you know what uh, bumpers you, are in bowling? You, you mean the 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 like, rails on the side? Yes. Those are called bumpers. Yes. Okay. So, so when I'm saying it's what you're up, doing with your hands made me think that it was so like, like a no, pinball bump, machine. The bumpers, <laughs> no, the bumpers don't. It's not like pong. The, bump, okay. the bumpers don't move. They stay there. But I'm saying yeah. the ball like goes and bounces off the bumpers. So if you want to say like we're whale a bowling ball. I'm sorry. So maybe maybe, maybe we don't me. like swing the we don't knock it back. But maybe we're like very stoic and very like like we're set and you can't move us and we're very rigid and you're just gonna bounce. You're gonna try and you're just gonna bounce. We're gonna bounce you back the other way. Maybe that's the case. Whatever the, whatever it might be. So I the idea is that we try to get the bowling ball from one end of the lane to hit the pins. And hitting the pins means you close on your home. And you might hit the b- bumpers a couple times, but you're going to hit the pin eventually. And the goal is that we can get you to the pins. I know this is terrible. No, the metaphor is really some, bothering some, me. Some, someone's going to be a bowling person. Like, you, honestly, I followed it right from the start. How do you throw a ball in a way that it bounces off? You'd have to whip that thing. <laughs> have you been in a real estate deal? Sometimes that ball is... Tossing and no, turning. I'm just focusing ex- exclusively so, on bowling at this point. I'm just trying to visualize. I, I would you say like, like a cash buyer with, with no home inspection and like very level headed and just wants to get the deal done is like someone going in and just throwing like a Offering big curving like price. big curving like hook strike. Yeah, that All doesn't happen out. often. So most no. times it's like me. I throw it and I'm like crap, a little too much wrist turn hits off the you pin. Knock one pin off. <laughs> kicks back. If there's no ball, yeah, I might hit a gutter ball if the pins aren't up which means the deal dies. We don't let the deal die. Put the pin, put the bumpers up. Boom, boom, boom. It's the pins. So I, so take, okay, bowling, whatever. I don't bowl a lot. So that's a terrible analogy, but you get the idea is we want to make sure you get to the end of where you're going. And I think sometimes agents, if they lose focus of that and get too emotionally attached, like our goal is to get, cause every, the thing with real estate, it's a very, um, it's a very unique industry is that when we close, everybody wins. Yeah. Like at no point if the deal closing is a negative to anybody involved ever. Like I don't think I've ever seen someone be negatively negatively involved in a sale. Now could someone say, "Well, I got less money for the house than I wanted to?" Yes, but you may have gotten less money than you wanted to, but you got fair market value. And you also didn't have to say yes. I mean, that's And that's the other thing too, you don't have to sell. So like you chose to sell at that price and again, at the price it was fair market value. So you're not getting like screwed over. You just maybe your expectation didn't match what the current reality was in the market whatever it happens because that is part of it but maybe you had to move soon and you took less money because your time was more important mm-hmm. and that's another we'll talk about time and, and money in a time not, uh yeah time and money in another um scenario um that'd be a good one i'm gonna mark that down for next time time versus cool. money because i could rant on that for a while but um yeah i think 
I think that's we it. Got a little I think off topic, but that's totally cool. off topic. We just went all the way around. I think what we actually talked about was like three minutes of. I think it was it was a lot of ethics. I feel like ethics. It was, it was we can call ethic, this an ethics. ethics. Ethics versus rules and regulations. I don't know. We could do an ethics one too. Ethics and uh, I I try to do every because again now back to real estate. Do I know every single rule of the every single part of every single thing in the handbook? I don't. That's like someone saying you know every single like rule and regulation of like the the law constitution whatever you might follow like if you know everything you're probably in law and I even you know even if you're in law you don't and as I say in law guess what well, they got a bunch of books up there they can look at like yeah. I know all the stuff that usually apply and I'm sure there's some like stuff that like never comes up and if it does everybody's got to look it up and we have a legal hotline that we can call and they're good you can call them up and they're very knowledgeable um, I look at it as if I'm trying if I'm trying to do the right thing and not like screw someone over and I'm really trying to do the best for everybody involved. Very rarely am I going to break rules. And if I do, it's totally an oversight and not intentional. And usually it's just like, hey, by the way. And, and I got to give credit too because Mike is our, uh, uh, I forgot the name he's called. Something, whatever. He, he's the main the guy at the board. It's like AE, which I don't even know what that stands for. Um, whatever. He, he's a good dude. He, he's the guy that runs. He, he's like the chairman of I'm looking it up I'm Clinton curious. County Board of Real. I don't even know if he's called chairman. But whatever he does. He's like the head guy down there. And but very knowledgeable, but he, Mike's also one of those guys, he's very level-headed, meaning if he has a complaint, he'll reach out to you and say, hey, FYI, here's your complaint. Um, not a big deal. Can you just make the change? And because Mike's, Mike's thing, he's like, I don't want I don't want anybody to like lose their license. I don't want anybody to get fined. I don't want anybody to get like in an argument. It's just like, hey, this person's right. Can you please change it? Association executive. There you go. And he's someone that would... would and he's good about it. He'll just reach you, send an email or call you and say, hey, listen, I had this complaint. I see it. This, you really should do this or do that or heads up. You know, this person's doing something. Can you? And it's like, okay, thank you for letting me know. And then we, we change it. It's not like yeah. we're just like, screw it. We're just going to let them do it. That doesn't happen. So they're, they're very good. And I'm sure every office gets hit with stuff like that because there's a lot to know. And especially when you have multiple agents, there's a lot of moving parts considering mm-hmm. everybody's an independent contractor. So like me trying to facilitate every single thing every person does. I don't have time to micromanage people, so I just trust that you're doing the right thing. And if you're not, if you screw up on something, then you just you talk about it and say, yeah. okay, don't do this. And, you know, again, recalibrate and get back on track. So I think it's all it's all normal stuff with probably every industry like ours. Oh, oh, for sure. I like don't I throw think I've ever insurance and I would throw like finance and I would throw banking and I would throw, you know, law a little bit. They got obviously different kind of rules, but I imagine with law, you probably get a lot more pol- like rule police because i just imagine there's a lot they, of they like, know too much sticklers. about it yeah yeah, yeah I'm, I'm one that like i think you have to follow the rules but I th- i'm also one where i'm big on what was the intent of the person if you know the intent of the person was shady that's usually a red flag i think intent matters it, a lot yeah. yeah if you think if you like look at something like what's well, not right but like they weren't trying to cause harm. Then you just say, hey, just bring it to your knowledge. It wasn't right, but like, let's just fix it and move on. And that's that's kind of me. I, give, I always give people the benefit of the doubt unless I know for a fact they're like doing something wrong. And even if I think they're doing something wrong, I still, I'm still i still giving them the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, well, maybe they didn't know about... And like I play a whole snare on my head literally not to attack the person and say like, they probably just didn't know. Well, like best case scenario or worst case scenario there you're saving face because either they are being sketchy in which case there's no point in being an asshole because that's not gonna solve the situation or they aren't being sketchy and you're assuming incorrectly and then if you were rude you would look like an idiot so you know it's better to just assume best case scenario because then no matter what 
you're doing the right thing and you're not well, I think attacking it's the, someone. I think it's also taking the high road on stuff too because I, like, I get it. Like, we're in an industry where you're supposed to police each other. I've been doing this in my 11th year. I've never written someone up ever for anything on our board. I don't even know how to do it. Well, I mean, I could, I could call, basically it's calling Mike and ratting someone out. I've never uh, done it. Is there times where I'm literally, you had a deal a couple of years ago. We won't, we won't talk details, but that one I almost did. And the reason I did it is because when I looked at everything, there were so many, not so many, there was a couple scenarios that I could play through in my head that I'm like, there's a possibility it worked out this way. And if I don't have facts saying otherwise, yeah. then I'm really calling, like you, I'm you basically. You have to be in on personal conversations. And that's the thing. And I would I would say it seems very sketchy, but I literally have nothing that would hold up, so I don't do it. And yeah. that's that's to me where I'll think about stuff, and I'm like, you know what? Unless I am, have everything covered, I will not ever write anybody up. And I've had about two or three instances in my life, three instances that I know that people did something super, super sketchy. And I was like a thousand percent, 99.9%, percent nine 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 percent but I wasn't a hundred percent. Yep. And it, because I wasn't a hundred percent, I bit my tongue and I'm like, you know what? Karma, karma it, will yeah, come back. And it, then I just let it go. It, it gets, it gets around that case that you were talking, talking about. Um, the buyer is, um, someone that I, I know outside of real estate and they, after it closed, they did some research of their own and came to the, the same conclusion that we came to. And it's been two years and they still bring it up sometimes. <laughs> they're, well, they're, they will be permanently and, salty about it, I think. And, and but the, the problem is, you can do about it. the problem is like one, you can't write the person up and that's, you can, but like, again, you got to really prove it. And and again, a lot of, I keep telling them, you never know. Like you don't know 100% yeah. what could have been going on there. It, yeah. I, I mean, both of us like... We're, we're pretty, we're pretty, we think it happened and but, like, you'd have to really convince me otherwise. Yeah. And again, I'm convincing myself otherwise. Cause again, I don't want to be the guy that's like calling people out and they're like, whoa, that's not the case and find out I was wrong. Cause yeah. I, that would, that would bother you never me. Know. Yeah. yeah. And cause I don't like when people do that to me cause that's what happens. And it's just like, well, no, you're, you're wrong. Cause yeah. you didn't take the time to think about it and really put all your pieces together. Um, yeah. So that, that is, yeah, that, that's always a, that's always a good time. But the thing is you don't forget that stuff. No. So then it sends in your head. It's like, I can't get you now. But in the back of my head, I know to be careful with someone like you. And also, again, I'm a big karma guy. Like, if you do something sketchy or, you know, you sell your soul out, especially in this business, you sell your soul out for what? An extra two grand? Well, and in a small like, community like this, I mean, people yeah. people know and eventually it's going to affect your business because enough people are going to say, hey, you know what? Like, I know someone who had a, a deal that was a problem with this person and it didn't work out well. And that's it's just... You, eventually you're going to have enough people who know and buyers and sellers who know that you're not going to get any business. Yeah. I, that my biggest, one of my biggest fears in real estate is I do something that is a negative to my client in yeah. anything. And that is even like me having like a, what's it called? Like me having like a, a pissing match with another agent because our egos get in the way yeah. and it affects my client. I don't let that happen. I'm like, no. you know what? I can be, I can, I can take the high road, whatever. Not worth it. And, and yeah, and there's a couple times I've done that and it's just, at the end of the day, I feel good though. Like I said, if you can go to bed at night and sleep well, knowing you did the right thing, you're fine. And yeah. I'd rather have a clear have, conscience. Have so. good intentions, do the best to everyone that you work with, whether it's your client or the opposing agent and that's that's all you can do. Yeah, I do appreciate it. Um, man, I'm like almost in my second co- like big coffee of the day and I'm still yawning. But yeah, yesterday was a, was a long night, a long day. Are your allergies bothering you? No, I was doing great, but... 
Um, you're doing the eye thing that you do when your allergies get to you. Well, it's more, I'm tired because I, last night, my day started yesterday morning, like at six, I think I had left the house around six or six 30. I had an appointment at six 30. I think I stopped here and then I went to my appointment at seven and then I didn't get done snow blowing last night till like 11 o'clock at night. Cause oh. I, I didn't go out till 10. I didn't have time. Cause yeah. I was like, I ate at like nine 30 last night, nine 15, nine 30. It was like. Just one of those like long nights. And then I had a 7 a.m. appointment today. And it's just, I, I'm, this You're is like tired. my last thing. I got a few things to do and then I'm going to uh, bang out and go home. Um, so that was it. But office quote of the day. We're just going to go with uh, Fun fact of the day. <sighs> question of the day. There's something, I, question. Think There was something I had the other day and, I, and I'm going to totally forget. And I was like, you know those things like how was that made? Mm-hmm. This is not really a how is that made, but like how does that thing work? And I can't think of what it is, and I'm kind of annoyed. But now looking at because this is what t- it's this, totally useless. <laughs> that part's useless, but but it, what it brings me into is what happens with all the snow. Like I look out there, there's a pile that they down by like the city, like the little like uh, parking lot area outside our, our office. There's a pile out there that's probably twenty feet tall. Mm-hmm. That they just kept like shoving snow. Like, what happens to that snow? Like, it melts, mm-hmm. and then obviously, snow, water evaporates. I get that, but like, it does it go at enough pace to like fully? And I know this may sound stupid, but that's a that's a massive pile. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking if it's a lot of water, does it flood the whole area? Does is it enough where it starts to melt and the sun just evaporates it in a good time? I would imagine they have a drainage system underneath. You think. Yeah, but it's on the parking lot. Yeah, most parking lots have grates. Haven't you seen those grates that you don't step on? Because if you step on them, you might fall through them. At least that's my thought well, process. Well, there is. I mean, but is there enough grates to get it down, you think? Yeah. I, I think that any kind of and, municipality like this has a planning and, department that plans how to and, have systems well, like that. I know it sounds dumb because that's, that's, I mean, this is a fairly common one, but I'm like, I'm thinking like, I'm actually thinking big cities, but I'm describing this. So maybe I should just say big cities. Like if you're in New York c- City, like where do you put all that snow like if you're going down the road and obviously like we've seen a snowplow go down the road and you get these big banks and luckily for us, you can like push them into like vacant land and you push them into like, you know, turnarounds and stuff. New York City, Chicago, these big cities that don't have that. I mean, I, you just, I'm assuming you can't just push in the water. Can you? I believe. Because that wouldn't that raise the water too high? I think that there, I imagine there would be environmental um, issues with that. I believe some big cities actually take the snow out of the city. Like they, they ship it out. So dump trucks and go dump it out in the, f- yeah. and maybe they do. This is just something I've always wondered because there was a lot of snow and I was looking at my house, but God, there's so much snow, but we have places to put it. Like where does like a metropolitan area put your snow? And this might be a common thing. I just, I don't, I think I've ever really thought about this random thing of the day. And I'm just looking at, cause there's a big pile. I was looking at it all day long. I'm like, I wonder how that actually New York City used to throw it under the water. They no longer do that because of the environmental issues. Um, now they just make, they just ship it to giant piles of snow. That's they just they just like have a big place. They just put it. Yeah, each sector just has an area where they just like ship the snow, basically. Oh, and they're they're close to sewers, so when they melt, they drain. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was just wondering. I'm answer. just saying it's a lot of snow, and that if it drains, like, is there is it? quick enough to rush out because i've seen like there's a lot of snow sometimes things um they like flood when they go like if if the water or sorry if the snow pile or whatever melts too slow too quickly it could flood 
because mm-hmm. it just overflows wherever they're trying to go. So I was just looking because that's a huge pile. So I'm like, is that is that a good thing or not? Because that's a. I don't. I don't think that that would. No. I mean, like I imagine the parking lot would be. Extremely I mean, wet. add in all the other snow plus yeah. the big pile. I just. But the water's right there, and it's downhill. It just that way. Maybe I don't and know. I just it was just like a random thought that I had. And well, maybe, keep an eye on it. It's supposed to get warm tomorrow. Just like sit there and like just watch just it. Watch it. Just put a camera out there. Is that yeah. worse than paint drying? Probably not, because you can no. actually, actually see some progress. You see dogs and people out there, too, to watch. Yeah, you could, you know, you can see a bird fly by. There's a whole bunch of birds out there. A whole bunch of birds out there. I think I saw a drone wow. out here earlier, but I actually think it was just kind of like this weird bird that was floating, but then I thought it was like a, I thought it was like, I don't know, it was there weird. There are hundreds of crows, or I think they're crows. They're kind of small to be ravens. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We're going to end there, because we just, <laughs> We're the, just my, my question was terrible. We're now making <laughs> observations outside the window. Um, yeah, this is all over the place, folks, but hopefully you got some nuggets, hopefully some good stuff. We started with Ellie's topic. I went off topic, which is common. Ellie, I think, saved us a little bit. Oh, I think it was all, it was all related. It was all good. Kind of the same. We didn't talk about anything about housing. It was more, yeah, it was more legal, ethics, legal. Rules, regulations. The boring stuff of real estate that sometimes we have to deal with. Nope. I've had a house today. Snow kind of like broke through the roof and now it's leaking all over. And the home inspection was tomorrow. No. Yeah, so this just occupied or vacant? No, vacant. Well, that's good. I and guess. we kind of like put it together. We I think we're like gonna have it like under control. That um, to me means that there were probably roof problems to start with. It could be, but it's 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 you know it's not a it's not a it's a pretty flat roof. So if you have all that weight that's sitting on it and it's vacant, nobody's like pulling the weight off the roof. I'm actually worried about my house because there's a lot of snow up there. And the problem is even if I scrape some of it, you can't get up to the top. And you don't have a metal roof, do you? You, you went with no. shingles. I know. Ooh, you know what I want to put up? Um, I want to put up um, like the solar panel roofs from Tesla. Mm-hmm. They look good. I don't know. We'll see. Not now. I'm looking. Dabbling. It won't happen. I literally just put a roof up, so <laughs> calm myself. All right. That's it. That's episode 80 with... Ellie. Oh, I was going to say, I thought you were going to say Elizabeth and Gail. Oh, damn, I missed miss that. <laughs> I just, I literally like bump set and you forgot the spike. All right, that's it. Bye.